Welcome back to another episode of The Anxious Creative. I'm your host, Dawn Bradley, and I am so excited to be hanging out with you. If we don't already hang out in other places, oh my gosh, we are missing out on the greatest friendship of all time. So make sure you go and follow me at Dawn Bradley Hair on all social channels. I'm mainly on Instagram, and I am so excited for today's podcast because we are talking about laziness. Hands up if you've ever been called lazy in your life. I can't count the amount of times, and maybe not directly in those words, but it's been insinuated or implied that I was lazy or, you know, or maybe it wasn't even meant to be that way, but I took it as that way because I've always been someone who slept in hard. I mean, as a teenager, like 2, 3 p.m. in the afternoon, 2, 3, 2 or 3 in the afternoon, I would sleep until... Um, I've struggled to get moving. I remember having a job when I lived over in the UK and I was sweeping and my manager was like, you just really take your time, don't you? And I've struggled internally with feeling like I'm lazy. I don't have enough willpower or discipline. Therefore, there's no way that I can be successful. And if you listen to last week's episode, which was all about the lies we've been told about success, you can tell that I'm on a little bit of a kick right now about redefining success for you and for me and for our industry because it's something that held me back for so long. And now being over 20 years into my career and 12 years into being an entrepreneur, I've realized a lot of things that just aren't true that got in my way and held me back. And I don't want them to hold you back anymore. So after today's episode, you're going to be walking away knowing how to stop glorifying being busy and getting ditching the hustle culture because it's just not a thing. You're going to know how to make smart decisions that actually save you more time and how to go at your own pace and why that's so important to your success. So get ready because it's going to be a really good episode. But like I said, if you missed last week's, go back and listen to the five lies and myths that we've been told about being successful. It's a game changer and you will love it. And you definitely don't want to miss out on what's coming up next week because I'm going to be chatting with you about the success wheel and how to continue to keep attracting only the perfect clients into your business and your career so that you never have to fear losing clients to any of those changes like price increases or stopping working evenings and weekends. It's going to be so good. So whether you're going to listen to today's, go back and listen to last week's or get ready for next week's, make sure you're subscribed because that way you won't miss out on anything. And holy freaking cow, we have some good stuff coming up. So buckle up, friend, and let's get into today's episode. I overthink, I overshare, and I overanalyze. So come explore with me as I chat about business, life, and relationships all through the lens of an anxious creative. You can be lazy and still super successful. I mean, take me for example, like I told you my entire life, I've been told I'm lazy, that I sleep too much, that I would never find a partner that cooks and cleans for me. Oh, this is one that's actually really been a sore spot for me my entire life. I've always been a messy person. I like a clean, tidy space, but I generally don't maintain it. I always have to clean it up. And, you know, as a kid, my room was a mess. And there's like a joke about my mom finding a a moldy sandwich in the back of my backpack, in the back of my closet, like just stuff everywhere. And now, you know, those of you guys that have been here a while know that I was diagnosed a year ago, almost a year exactly in May with ADHD. And a lot of it makes sense. But for the longest time, I felt like there was something wrong with me because people would, you know, poke fun and and make jokes and make light of it. And they weren't meaning harm. I know that. But I really internalized it that like, why do I struggle with this so much? 
Why can't I be like everyone else? I'm trying so hard and I can't seem to do it. I've never been someone that's been like a good housekeeper. Like I said, like last night, actually, I actually stayed up until 11 p.m. vacuuming because I'm like, oh, I just want to like vacuum the place. But it's not something that I maintain really easily. Same with I'm not. And, and where I was going with that little tangent is being a woman. And, um, you know, I think the, the world has come a long way, but the whole cooking and cleaning thing. And, you know, once again, it's been made in jest, but it really got and I don't um I want a disclaimer. I'm not faulting the people that have made these jokes, but I really took them and internalized them thinking there was something wrong with me as a person and as a woman that like, I'm not domestic at all. I don't like to cook. I don't enjoy cleaning. And right, like how am I, for someone who is heterosexual, like how am I going to find a partner who, you know, going into those, I mean, let's not, I'm like taking this podcast in a whole different direction. But once again, I just felt like less than I wasn't good and that I should, you know, be able to cook and clean and only sleep five hours a night and um, that I should get a real job because having a creative job, you know, can't be sustainable and profitable. Being just a hairstylist, once again, and I want to remind you guys that these are things that I took and heard and internalized. It wasn't that people were, and, and I want you to know this too, it's not that people were like saying these things to me to make me feel bad. It's the it's the society and the culture in which we talk about things, right? Like, oh, like hearing like, oh, is Dawn doing anything else other than going to hair school? Yeah, she's going to go to university as well. And me interpreting that as like, oh, I guess like a degree is more honorable. And the world kind of sees that. And I know it is shifting and changing. Wow, I'm just like going off in all different places. But once again, like I took these things and I felt like I wasn't enough, that I was being too lazy, that I wasn't pushing enough. Um, and I wanted you guys to know that this has actually been my superpower. And I want to share with you because I didn't really realize it for the longest time. I remember when I worked for other people, and those of you guys that aren't self-employed and, and worry that you won't have enough drive or ambition, that was my fear too. I was like, there's no way I have always wanted to have my own business. I've always wanted to be my own boss, but I am just not motivated. And the moment that I went self-employed, all of a sudden this drive and ambition kicked in. I will tell you this. I am not a good employee, but I am a kick-ass entrepreneur. I have drive and ambition and I'm not, it's funny because I'm not, I am competitive, but I'm not competitive. I like to compete against myself. I think because I don't like to lose. So I'm more competitive <laughs> than I realize. I am actually extremely competitive, but I don't like to lose. So a lot of times I won't try for things. It's so ridiculous. I'm aware of it still there. Um, but realizing and still struggling with thinking I'm like, oh, if I'm not working all the time, then I'm lazy. If I'm not doing everything I could for my clients, if I could be doing more and not realizing that like you know, right now, currently as I record this, I'm getting ready to take a vacation and I can't um, check out completely, but I'm realizing I probably need to check out more than I, sh than, than I'm wanting to, because my capacity right now is so limited. I'm not able to get a lot done because I've been pushing myself and not even pushing myself just work-wise, but learning that like there's work, there's life and there's rest, work, life, work, personal and rest. And when you don't have those and when, when I don't have those in balance, I start to think, Oh, how I get hard on myself for not being able to do more. But the reality is everything's out of balance and I need more rest so that I can show up and be more productive. I've had moments where I've been here at my office at home, staring at my computer screen for like 90 minutes, not getting anything done, but I pushed myself there because I'm like, well, I need to show up. And so 
wow, like I've totally gone off my script here that I was talking about, but I just want you to know that you're not the only one being hard on yourself. And sometimes if you're feeling like you're like not, not only we'll get into the laziness thing, but if you're being hard on yourself because you're like, I can't seem to get stuff done, it might mean that you actually need to take rest. And it's hard because we're like, well, I have this whole big list. I need to get more done. Therefore I can't rest until I get it done. And then you're trapped in this cycle of like, um, I call it like anxiety paralysis where you're not getting anything done, but you're not actually allowing yourself to rest. Cause it's like going on and on in your head. And I actually watched a reel last night from um, a psychiatrist who said like the more overwhelmed and stressed out she gets, the more lists she makes and the more things pile up and then it's just stressed out. So let's get into why your laziness is actually your superpower. So we all know that 2020 was like a weird year. I mean, I feel like we probably, when we refer to 2020, we think of like middle of end of March of 2020 starting. But 2020 actually started really, really interesting for me. So in January of 2020, I went down to Atlanta, Georgia, and I spoke with a group of amazing hairstylists um, about how to earn six figures stress-free. And then, you know, came back. I was getting ready to go to Toronto to speak. I was heading down to Ohio. Um, I had all these really fun, amazing things happen. And as you know, um, the pandemic happened. Um, But in reflection... I look back and so in 2020, a lot of things had to stop. And as you like, I'm a trained hairstylist, still do hair for clients, but my, my main job is this education that I give you. And I went, oh my goodness, my industry is going to be taking a hit. The service industry is going to be suffering. I want to show up for them. Um, you know, not only like this is all, this is going to put us all out of business. And so I had to start getting really strategic because there wasn't as many opportunities to go be teaching live classes. I was really nervous and I had to get strategic and I worked a lot less, but actually when I looked back on my numbers, I doubled my gross income in 2020 from 2019 while cutting back on expenses. Cause I wasn't traveling as much to be honest, as well as other things. And so my laziness and my strategicness, we're going to call it, being strategic paid off. I doubled my gross income and I actually, I think, I don't have it in front of me, but I think it's like I tripled or quadrupled my net, what I took home. One, because I, yeah, like being lazy, but being strategic. I like to call my laziness strategic because if you don't have, sometimes we think we have to work harder. And I I heard something really cool the other day about being productive and how being productive isn't about pushing yourself and doing more. It's about being strategic. And so working less and getting more done. And so let's just get into the nitty gritty of all of this. I want you to stop thinking that you need to fit someone else's mold of what life, business, and relationships look like for you. Be you. That is where the magic happens. Be you. What is that thing that's pulling in in your gut right now telling you that like, I kind of want to do my business this way, but no one else has done it. Just a few weeks ago, I had a two-day workshop all about policies and communication and consultations, and I think it was a nail tech or a lash tech, and I'm so sorry for listening to this and I've forgotten your name, but um, we were talking about implementing mandatory consultations, paid consultations, uh, in order to attract the right people and weed out the wrong people. And this wonderful person said, I think that's great, but my industry doesn't do that. And I challenge them. And I love when people say that because I remember being in that same mindset. My industry doesn't do that. I'm a lash tech or a nail tech. And I said, okay, great. Majority don't do that. When I started doing that, majority of hairstylists didn't either. What's stopping you from doing it? Is it just because no one else does it? Because now that could set you apart 
And all of a sudden, I mean, this is, we're talking about laziness. All of a sudden you start doing paid mandatory consultations with first time clients. You start weeding out those clients that are just coming in for the one time that only want like the quick fix. You start attracting people who are really invested in who you are. Therefore, you only work with the right clients who bring you energy, boost you up and don't drain you. And it's really strategic and you don't have to work so hard and you're not drained of so much energy. So can you see here how this like laziness and success go hand in hand, right? So for all my lazy lovers, I know you're out there and you're listening and you beat yourself up over it. We are not behind. You are not inept. You are not useless. Laziness is your strength. Seriously, I want you to stop being so hard on yourself. I used to beat myself up because I couldn't keep up with the pace of my peers. I've always felt like I, I had no proof, but I always felt like I was working 10 times harder than everyone else to get the same thing done. And it felt unfair and it felt unjust. And I'm like, why? I mean, and then talking, talking about ADHD, like that's, it really gave me a light bulb moment of like, yeah, like I, simple things are actually harder for me because they're so freaking boring. Right. And I really struggle to accomplish really simple things because if they're not challenging, interesting or urgent, I can't get them done. And so I have to really create those urgencies in my life, those challenges. But if it's a routine task, it I can't even explain it to someone who doesn't get the brain. But a routine task should be really easy and simple because it's easy and simple. But it's actually extremely hard for me to get done. And I beat myself up over that. And I didn't realize that until this last year. And currently, I mean, I am turning 39 in just over a month. It's hard. It's for those of you that may have ADHD or or suspect that you might or or just are a creative and have struggled with these things as well. When you get I, I, I don't love labels and they're not always helpful but for me, like under, learning to understand how my brain works has been really helpful in going, oh, okay, yeah, it's not laziness. It's that my brain won't actually do this for me. And it's not something that's wrong with me or that I need to fix. It is a challenge, however. And something that is a challenge for me doesn't need to be a negative thing. It's just something that will be challenging for me. And starting to re wire my brain that way to understand that these things that don't come easy or that I struggle with or I feel like I have to work 10 times as hard as everyone else is going to be something that the more aware I become of it, the more I can maneuver and find ways around it. And so I don't want you to beat yourself up if if you have something in your life or business that doesn't come as easy as it seems to come to the general population, right? And even then, I don't even like using that term because what is the general population? It's made up of all of us who are unique. And so know that your uniqueness and who you are is your superpower. And to do things instead of following the society's handbook that doesn't really apply to anyone specific, and it's not the majority, find the flow that works good for you. Find the thing that bring, that, that strategically helps you get more done in less time so that you can enjoy that downtime. And here's the thing, friend. Oh my gosh, in the world that like we're really, I feel like everyone's trying to like, like let's cancel hustle culture, which is great, but there's still this like thing. Like I get messages all the time being like, I know you're super busy and I know it means well and I know they don't like aren't, aren't meaning it, but I try to not use the word busy because I like to be balanced and I, I bake in a lot of time for rest, but a lot of times we think that we shouldn't rest or we should feel guilty or, oh, someone's ahead of me and I should be pushing forward and getting there, getting there just as quickly. 
Um, and realizing that like prioritizing what's important to you and knowing that, that having downtime should never, you should never feel guilty about it, that that's really important. And that for me is success. Having time to just sit and do nothing or take my dogs to the park or, you know, go randomly book a trip to the UK like I've done and I'm headed to right away here. Um, that is success for me. So we need to redefine that. And what is success if not enjoying your life? Turns out you and I are different people, right? Go figure. And the way we do things is not, the, the way that everyone else does things is not the way you and I work best. So I want you to sleep that extra hour or two. I want you to work 3, to t- 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. if that's better for you. You don't have to work 9 to 5. Take a vacation. Don't clean up. Be a mess. I dare you even to post a not perfect picture of your space online or don't post at all for a week. Being lazy is your superpower. Stop trying to wish it away. So if you'll join me, let's stop the glorification of busy. All right. This last couple of years has showed us that we need to change the way we're working. We cannot keep going the way we've used to. And with everything that's gone on and been unpredictable, I want you to maximize your profits while reducing your workload and your stress load. And so I don't know if you know, but I have a program called Rock Your Business and it's not open for enrollment right now, but it is going to be opening up for enrollment in early June. And so if you go to the link in the show notes, you can go read up on it, go check check it out, see if you want to go sign up and get on the wait list or um, kind of start prepping for it. It's my signature program. It, it, we do, you have it forever and you get me for eight weeks of live group coaching. It's amazing what the students have accomplished. Like I said, go click the link in the show notes, check out the students that have gone through it. And if you're looking for a mentor or a coach and a community of people who are like you that get you and aren't going to push you into being someone you're not, and aren't going to tell you, you just need to work harder or give it a bit more grit. This is our, this is your community. All right, friend, that's a wrap on this episode. I hope you're walking away knowing that laziness isn't a sign of unsuccessfulness. It's exact opposite if you want it to be. And like I said, next week on The Anxious Creative, I'm going to be talking about the success wheel. It's going to blow your mind. We have been thinking about our careers all wrong. And when you go through the success wheel, you're going to realize that you've been making things harder for yourself and it doesn't need to be that way. I'm going to debunk so many silly little things around this narrative of who and what we can be in our careers and you are going to love it. So thanks for listening all the way through. You freaking rock. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I would love if you left me a review. That is the best compliment you can give me is leave a review. And that actually helps get this out in front of more people so that more people can learn and grow from this. So if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave a review, like, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And if you're going to go post it online, tag me at Don Bradley Hair. I love seeing your ahas and I love connecting with you in the DMs. All right, friend, that's it. Go check out the links in the show notes for all things extra that you want to learn. And I cannot wait to see you back here. Same time, same place next week. Ciao.